And that's the problem that we have around habits and understanding habits. If I'm not doing anything about it, then that's totally on me. It's about choice over what we then choose in that moment. Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. So, uh, welcome to another episode of Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur with myself, Steve Lena, and Helen Williams. Now, today, uh, we're discussing a topic that's really important to me, very passionate about, and it's habits and behaviours, and specifically how we should constantly review them and update them in order to get where we want to be. Um, so briefly, just initial thoughts from Helen. Uh, have you got anything that stands out when you think of habits and your own habits and behaviours? Before we go into my own habits and behaviours, um, which I, I will share a little bit around, um, is the fact that habits are something that I just want to squash out a myth around them. There is so much content out there that tells you that you need to do something for 30 days and then it becomes a habit right? That's utter rubbish unless you consistently still practice it after that 30 days, right? It's not a given that after 30 days, it's all, it's like instilled within you. And that's the problem that we have around habits and understanding habits where people then take on that false perception of, oh, it's only going to take me 30 days and then it's a habit. It's not, it becomes a learned behavior and it's consistency throughout that makes it happen. The habits that you have got, if you look at it, right, you've been creating them for probably your lifetime. You don't know how many years or how many chunks of 30 days that it's taken to form the habits that become habits and are habits because you don't, you're not even aware that you're doing them. But the habits that you've got conscious thought over that you're trying to grow, that you're trying to get into a best practice around habits is going to take more than 30 days from you. Yeah, it's 100%. And I think it's interesting because we use the word habit, actually break it down. What is a habit? It's something we do unconsciously. It's something that's that inbuilt in us. That could be a positive or a negative. What have we done since we were kids that we do now? Mm. And what's the importance of reviewing that and seeing what habits we need to change? Like Helen said, and I totally agree, um, it isn't as simple as there's, there's many a self-help book out now, isn't there, that, that teaches what we need to do. <laughs> and if, you, if you've read enough, you know that a lot of them cover the same to- topics, but in a slightly different guise. What I do feel is important is what is right for you. Yeah. What is right for the individual? It's something we always revert back to, you first what's a good habit for me isn't right for you. So it's being honest with yourself. What do you do that doesn't help you? I'll give you an example for me, watching telly in bed. Mm. Awful for me, awful. And Don't I know have it. have a TV in your bedroom. 100%. So there it's self-control, what you're doing. Do I sleep as well after I've watched Netflix and then switched it off? Absolutely not. Do I sleep better when I've read for about 10 minutes and I nod off with my book on top of me? Absolutely, that's on me. So then other behaviors come in, take responsibility. You're aware of the issue. If I'm not doing anything about it, then that's totally on me. But raise that awareness. I've done an input for for another video where I talk about habits. I talk about doing an honest audit of your daily habits. Now that includes your morning routine and your bedtime routine. They're very important. Write them down. What do you do? Put a plus and a minus at the side of each behavior and action. And be honest with yourself. The plus is... It's a positive behaviour and it's going to help me move me forward. 
that's a negative behaviour. The first thing you do when you wake up, you scroll through social media and feel pretty rubbish about yourself. Do you snooze five times? You get up and you're late for work. It's about having that honesty with yourself, that ownership and taking the responsibility to get the wheels in motion to change your habits because no one can do it for you. I always think that when it comes down to when you are considering and reviewing and doing a bit of a, an evaluation of your um, habits, behaviours, routines, things like that, is it becomes about choice. Mm. It becomes about choice because you said, and rightly so, that habits are, are something that you, you unconsciously have, have done. Like that's what I mean by even your formative years between naught and seven years old, you've formed habits that you, you might not even be aware of today and you just do something. Then comes in like your learned behaviours and everything else through kind of like your institutions, your family upbringings, your schools, your education systems, your work processes and, and institutions and things like that right that then all formulate into the habits and behaviors for you but when you come to evaluate what you do on a daily practice that then you're bringing things into your conscious mind so therefore once it's in your conscious mind you have a choice or not like I said to you you have a choice whether you have a tv in your bedroom yeah I choose not to have a tv in my bedroom and I haven't done for years I used to because that was a habit that I got into and then I removed the the tv because I was like that's a bad habit because I was spending far too long falling to sleep to TV programs, waking up in the middle of the night and it's still playing to itself. And it's like, it wasn't necessary. I removed it as a distraction from my bedroom. I'd done a lot of reading about, um, you know, creating the right environment for sleep. Because as I've shared before on many a podcast is sleep is my Achilles heel in life um, because I do struggle with it and in, in getting like um, good regular sleep patterns of quality sleep. So I've done a lot of reading about sleep and sleep hygiene and sleep best practice and routines and removing distractions out of your bedroom the key thing for me is that is my mobile phone that's my biggest distraction and that is a bad habit of mine that I don't mind sharing I do get into the habit of having it at the side of the bed is it needed no but I choose to I could also as easily choose not to and go out and buy an alarm clock and have that upstairs or in a different room or you know out of the way um so yeah it's about choice over what we then choose in that moment. Um, you know, who chooses to um, get up at five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning? And who doesn't? Is that a habit of somebody or is it that they choose to do that? You choose to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it, you've said a couple of things there that resonated with me because I've been doing a bit of reading, I've talked about books, but there are some fantastic ones out there and some things resonate with you. You mentioned something about, I used to watch telly in bed, but I don't have a telly there anymore. And there's a lot that make reference to the fact that people that have good habits, it's not that they're not tempted, they avoid temptation. Yeah. You can't watch telly in bed if you haven't got a telly. Choice though. Yeah, and that's Taking exactly control. what you're saying. The environment, so it's kind of like cultivating, you've mentioned sleep as well. I've read something recently and again, it resonated. It said, one space, one use. What's your bedroom? That's where I sleep. So that's where I go to sleep. What's your lounge? And it's how you use them environments for you and what you make use of them for. And that really resonated with me. Mm. If I'm going to go in the lounge and I'm going to lie in and watch telly, 
Yeah. If I'm going to go to bed, I know I'm going to sleep. And yeah. it's kind of, you, do, you are making your own rules yeah. and it's your choice. And it's how you familiarise yourself with that. Another key point for me in terms of habits is the, the nature versus nurture argument. There's a lot of people, maybe me in the past, or you know, hold my hand up. Uh, oh, that's because my mum did that, did that when I was younger. Or that's because, uh, oh, my granddad did that to my mum and dad. And it's kind of like, yeah, there is an element of... You know that but you choose whether you continue it if you're aware of it at that massively. point. Massively, so there is an element of that we're instilled with certain things, but we're not taking responsibility if we if we seek to lay blame at other people's doors. Yeah, we can decide what we are, and that's where. In fact, I wasn't. This wasn't meant to be a top tip type podcast, but I will give a top tip: reframe things. Yeah, reframe things. If you've spent the last twenty years saying I'm a perfectionist, that's just me. Perfectionism is a behaviour. Be curious. Why are you a perfectionist? Because you're scared of failure? You're scared of judgment? I now say to me, I'm a positive person, I'm a confident person, and I'm a proactive person. Mm. If you say something often enough, it's going to take traction. Mm. Just like by you saying, I am not enough, I'm not capable, I can't do that. What's that going to do for you? Again, come down to mindset. Mm. Using those habits as a positive basis for you to go about your daily action. Yeah. I just always think that, you know, people say to me, oh, you you know, you've got everything sussed in terms of like your structure, your routine, you're so disciplined because discipline is a a discipline again is another massive um, topic area that kind of interlinks with habits and behaviours, isn't it? Yeah choice you choose to do something but you've got to consistently be disciplined to do it you've mm. got to be committed to it um i used to get up at 5 30 in the morning because i was told and you know had that drummed into me that that was a, a positive habit that you have to do it that that's like a key to success and blah, blah 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 i chose to do it for a while it didn't become a habit and i'm doing it for longer than 30 days it didn't become a habit because i don't do it now yeah because I choose not to do it now because I've worked out what works for me, Massive. not for what somebody else to- told me to do. Yeah. And signified that as a, as a you know, a, um, a pillar of success. Yeah. I identified that actually that was quite destructive to me because it was, it was, um, it was inconducive to like how I could maintain my energy levels mm. through the day. Um, so I changed things around and worked out what worked for me. Yeah. That became a choice, not a habit. Yep. And I wouldn't actually then say now that my that my behaviours are fully um, predicated on the habits that I have got. Not everything, because things change. Like my life over the last couple of years is, and everybody's has to be honest. Let's go through COVID. You know, you were working from home. You were working out from home, or choosing not to. Um, or you were drinking from like every day at home. I chose to not drink and work out because that was my choice through lockdown, mm. right? The flip side of that now is I do, I am drinking again. I didn't change that into a habit where it, I became a teetotaler and I come and go with the gym. Like my workouts aren't a strict policy is what they were. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've just discussed it on a previous uh, record and I, you know, I was committed to a 30 day challenge. Um, so then that changed my habits again because yeah. then it changed my routine. It changed what I was committed to. Mm-hmm. It changed what I was choosing to do and how I was doing it on a daily basis. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, habits for me come down to choice every single time. Choice then combined with discipline. Massively. Uh, and you've made a few key points there about what's right for you. And we have covered it on previous 
discussions where we spoke about what's right for me isn't right for you. Mm. And it's an ongoing process where you evaluate, is it working? Mm. Also, I think worthy of note is something that resonated with me about um, the focus that we put on the word. So habit. I think sometimes people see everything as a little bit serious. Mm. What's your habit? Habit, people think that's something I've got to change and it means I need to miss out on something enjoyable. Yeah, Not at all. People talk about the gym getting in a routine. I even had a, a coaching session recently where I go to the gym, I, I don't enjoy it, I do squats, I just want to be at home. What exercise do you enjoy doing? Mm. And there was a bit of a smile. Oh, I'd really fancied going into boxing. I'll go boxing three times a week. Yeah. Don't go to the gym and do something you enjoy. So again, I think it's perspective of what we associate with the word. Yeah, yeah. We're taught to know habit means, ooh, I've got to eat vegetables and I can't eat a donut. Yeah. You know, we still yeah. think quite black and white. And it's stripping the word back. Yeah. It's anything what you think it means. Well, that's the same for discipline, actually. I remember one of the work, one of the first workshops that I hosted in Sheffield at the City Hall. And um, one of the girls there said to me, um, I don't like the word discipline. I have a bad relationship yeah. with the word discipline. As though, again, it's kind of regimented. Yeah. It's strict. It's like army, kind of like, you can and can't do this. Yeah. And you, you know, it's like she had that sort of yeah. um, relation with it. And again, kind of like when I say discipline, it's not having that that's barking down your neck at something. It's just if you are choosing to do something that you're not letting yourself get out of jail free and that you've got that emotional attachment to it and that you're anchored into that and you know what the purpose is of why you're choosing that thing. Mm. But like you said, you're never going to have that um, positive sort of momentum with anything if you're not enjoying it either. You know, it doesn't have to be brutal challenging yourself doesn't have to be brutal developing positive habits and behaviors doesn't have to be brutal you have mentioned previously before about being kind this again links directly in with that be kind to yourself be honest what needs tweaking what needs changing and another thing that i want to add in here and i know there's a hell of a lot of content and complexity to habits which is why there's so much content like you said about the development books um and a great a great book on on this is, is James Clear Atomic Habits. And if you know if anybody's listening hasn't read that, you I would absolutely should I whisper that I'm reading it now. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm actually reading it now, Amazing. and it's brilliant so yeah, far. It, yeah. it totally is, and that is something that everybody I think should read, um, and consume and look at it and kind of study it as well in terms of you know go through it. What are you doing? Internalize it. Put it into to your world over what you're doing. Um, but sorry, I'm losing my tra- uh, train of thought here. Another thing on, on habits is don't try to change everything at once. Don't look at like your life and say, right, okay, I've got to do this and it's all regimented and I've got to change what time I get up in the morning, what I eat, how I exercise, what I'm doing for business, how often I'm present on social media, how many people I'm speaking to, how many books am I reading in a month. You're just trying to do too much. And that, again, through behavioural change, is unsustainable. Mm. It's interesting that you've referenced that book and you just need to look at the title, Atomic Habits. Mm. Atomic, tiny. Tiny incremental changes. That 1% a day, which is a tiny, tiny change over the course of a year, can be life-changing. And that's what we do in coaching. We need to highlight the little things make up the big things. And it really does mean that. Again... 
it's a subject that we could go on hours about. Oh, and this yeah. is definitely a subject that I think we should revisit, actually, because yeah. it leads on to other behaviours. It's something me and you do ourselves. You've got to walk the walk. And then we share all our learning with other people. And that's one of the great things about the work that we do. Yeah. Um, but for now, it's been a great episode. If you want to know more, look us up. If you need any help on behaviours, on habits, look us up, www.helpingentrepreneurswin.com. We're on Facebook, H-E-W Coaching, Instagram. Give us a look, give us a follow. If we can help you at all, we'd love to. But until next time, look after yourself. Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur.